Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one sportsbook app out there. I'm Rudo. He's AJ. Let's cut right to the chase here. That was complete domination from top to bottom. There is nothing less left of the St. Louis Blues in the ball arena at this point, I believe. So, um, yeah, I... This is going to be a, a fun selly pod, I suspect, for the most part. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, pop a beer and, and let's get going on this Friday night. Uh, for starters, I think we can all agree on this Nathan McKinnon meme. After Wednesday night, Nathan McKinnon felt kind of like MJ. He took it a little personally. Decided he wanted to take something out on the St. Louis Blues tonight. Um, I suppose that's a good place to start. We can segue this into the king of the game and not just Nathan McKinnon, but the DraftKings king of the game is the entire three-headed monster. Seven points between them, 13 shots on goal. That is the top line for the avalanche that we know and love, basically. Am I right, AJ? Tell me, man, it's time to relegate the blues. (laughs) Send them on down. It's over. Yep. Yep. When uh, when you when you spend all NHL an entire NHL game looking like Team Austria, you don't get to stay. Fair enough. Fair the enough. NHL the NHL's giving back the last two playoff spots in the West Division. It just said, you know what? Never mind. We're good. We don't, don't need them. We don't need them. <laughs> yeah, I just there, sure. are, there are no Blues fans in here. There are just Avs fans waiting to be converted. <laughs> Ah, welcome. Jump on the bandwagon. There's plenty of room. Uh, Avs win the win the series nine to four. That's that's how things, these things work, right? It's not a game to game record. It's totally the series. It's an aggregate. Let's do it. <laughs> Give them the four points. Let's go. Easy. Out of here. See you later. Are there any any worries left from the first two games of the season, AJ? I don't. I don't have a single one myself. I don't think. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'm a little, a little worried that uh, Philip Grubauer apparently big fan of fascism because shutouts are fascist. <laughs> Giving up one goal is way more democratic. <laughs> had to, had to complete the shutout. Couldn't give us the Brazil, I guess, but uh, they have made it eight nothing before that anyway. So. <laughs> I mean, what do you say? This was an ass kicking. Like these two teams traded ass kickings, and we saw how each team wants to get it done. Right? We saw St. Louis; they want to play this ugly, slow, grind it out. Do we have to sit through this nonsensical style of a couple days ago, where they just feast on mistakes and they counterattack? Yep. And then the ABS. What the ABS want to do is they want to come out and they want to score a bunch of goals. And then they want you to start to feel bad about yourself, and then they want to go all mean girl on you and just make you feel even worse and worse and worse. Uh, so the abs, the abs, the abs are straight up my high school bully. You, when they get uh, when they when they get going like they were tonight, they are the straight. They're they're just a high. They're a mean girl. The abs are a mean girl. Is it kindness or is it just insult to injury when they put out Ian Cole and Belmar to uh, quarterback the power play at the end of the game? Like, I understand, like, you're not going to throw out your top unit, but I think it's it's a little, the pendulum swung the other direction <laughs> where it was a little offensive that they weren't even trying on that power play where they were like, guy who had, like, 19 points last year is on our power play in, in Belmar. Like, Ugh. <laughs> 
I look even the the first period, which was arguably the most even period of the game. The Avs outshot them twelve to seven. It was not particularly close. Most of the Blues' offense came in their two power plays during that period, and the rest was the Avs just kind of running over them. So, yeah, where do you? I mean, there are almost no negatives, truly, in this game. Almost none for the Avs. When when you win a game, when you win a game eight to nothing, and you outshoot, outscore, outhit, out everything the other team. What do you What do you say? Yep, exactly. Who cares. There whatever, is- whatever, whatever negative that you can conjure up doesn't matter. Yeah, Grubauer, even in the top 100 scores in the league as of this moment. Is that still true after the rest of the Avs team got on the scoreboard? Yeah, that's true. In the third, there were like a whole bunch of dudes who ended up with extra points <laughs> after that. So you know, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm. <laughs> yeah, it's it, this is the kind of Avs team we were hoping to see. I mean. It's about as good as it gets, right? So we've seen both extremes of the Avalanche hockey team so far this year, and this one feels a whole lot better for everyone to watch. Yeah, I mean, that's the the big conversation here. Five power play goals for the Avalanche. It's five. It's five. Trust. The Donskoy one is marked incorrectly. Is it? Okay. Yep. Um, but nonetheless, they go five for seven on the power play. Their season power play now is six for 11. <laughs> uh, pretty okay. So it's it's funny because now we're going to have to discount this game from all the power play stats all year. It's going to get you just the power play five unit. Power plays. <laughs> yeah, the power play unit is going to be skewed the entire season because of tonight. It's going to be real, real weird because they got off to this happening at the beginning. But I think maybe most encouraging about it is that the second unit has been effective as well on the power play. Yeah, uh, two goals. Uh, well, I guess I don't. I don't know. Well, they ended up with three, three goals tonight. I Four think goals? so. Definitely at least two. Well, they had at least three because. Um, Oh, well, yeah. I guess you said the Don Squid one is yeah. marked incorrectly. Yep. So, two goals from the second unit, and you don't want to call it the second unit. Like, one of them was just Grubauer giving it to Burakovsky <laughs> yeah. and did everything on his own. True. Who, by the way, on a 56-goal pace, if I say so myself. So is Landis Cog. Uh, so, you know, maybe the two thirty goal scores I predicted won't be the ones I thought. <laughs> But, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's my uh, that's my dog doing to the toy what the Avs did to the Blues tonight. Uh, yeah. It's basically the same scene. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Rex just channeled his inner Avs tonight. So, yeah, uh, sure. Let, let's talk about uh, Devontae's first off then. Getting the couple of late points has had two very, very rock-solid games, and I the dude sure seems like he's going to fit in great. I mean, as advertised at this point, right? Um, yep. He is... I don't know what else to say. I don't. I, don't, I never know how to talk about games like this. Um, 
I know how to talk about them. They're you just hit the so like button one-sided. and you hit subscribe over over here. I can't point at it because I'm on the wrong side of the screen. But hit those two buttons you see on screen and then hit the bell for notifications. And yeah, you can come party with us every time the Avs beat down the St. Louis Blues and or anyone else. Yeah, well, given given the way that their division is, um, I don't I don't know that uh, eight to nothing is going to be something that we talk about again this year, but. Beatdowns, blowouts should be at least like a semi-common thing for the Avs this year. Yep. It, uh, I mean, Devon Taves and Kel McCarr both looked so good tonight, I, just doing kind of what they do. Right. And, and McCarr was this close to multiple highlight reel goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, Taves picked up a goal and an assist. McCarr had three assists on the night. Uh, we already mentioned the seven points from the three-headed monster. The guys who are supposed to be the best players were far and away the best players for the Avs by a long, long shot. Yeah, we kind of we we really saw um, we really saw a big difference um, when because it wasn't it, it it was not St. Louis's best players um, yeah. making it happen two nights ago. You know, Oscar Sunquist and Kyle Clifford are three of their goal scorers. You know, and Sun and Sunquist was uh Mike Hoffman's replacement. Mike Hoffman got in there tonight, and guess what? That guy is still terrible defensively. <laughs> uh Kale McCarr's almost goal on the five hole where he jumped in. Yeah, Mike Hoffman is the guy that he danced around who was just like flailing his stick about just hoping something good was about to happen to him. And he you know, something good did happen. Bennington bailed him out from being on the wrong end of a highlight. And then, you know, the rest of the night happened. So <laughs> that was a tough break. But the the Avs' best players tonight did the thing. That's the difference. When, when Colorado's best players are playing at a high level, there, there's just very few teams in the NHL that are going to be able to hang with them. And that's that's what we talked about coming into the year is that your best players dictate how often you win or lose the vast majority of, of the time. Postseason, regular season, that's just that's just what's up. But when they get when they get going like they did tonight, is how big of a positive is the breakthrough in this game? Because let's face it, they pretty easily could have won this game three nothing as opposed to eight nothing, the way the game was going. Is is there a little something extra to take out of this, knowing the Avs full send it all the way through the third? There you go. Elite point producer, Philip Grubauer there. Just get him the puck and the Avs will score. <laughs> yeah, and um I saw that there was a there actually was the the for now blues fan in here earlier. Um you can't call high sticking on a follow through, buddy. Yep. It pretty it happens multiple times a year, it's not a penalty. It yeah. happened to the Evs a couple times last it, year. It's just not a penalty. It sucks. Like it, it's it sucks when it happens. But follow throughs are not penalties for a reason. The, yep. the whole point of a high sticking penalty is to control your stick. But when you shoot a puck or you, I guess when you pass a puck in that case, uh, your stick is just it just comes up. Um, you know that's just bad timing. It's bad luck. Yeah, un- unfortunate. It's and it's a bummer. And look, the Blues had some bad luck in this game. Bortuzzo injured on a nothing hit. Uh, I actually didn't see the hit. Uh, here's your replay tweeted. It, it looks like an absolutely nothing hit. Um, 
he even took a couple ships as shifts afterward before leaving. But it's yeah, it, unfortunate for them. I I forget who on the Blues took a puck to the face in the game too. He stayed in the game thing. Bozak. Bozak was it? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it was Bozak, and then I think it was Robert Thomas that got hit in the face from Grubauer. Yeah. So. You know, Blue's a little bit unlucky on top of that, and that's how you get to an eight nothing game. Yeah. When the ads are clicking and you yeah. you go, you don't have things going for you, you just get run out of town. Like there's a really good chance this is the biggest blowout of the season for the Avs and the Blues. Yep. There's a good, good, good chance that it doesn't get any worse than this for St. Louis, and it won't get any better than this for Colorado. <laughs> I so. Yeah. And most likely. Um We'll see. I, you know, I, I want to believe that some of these weaker teams in the in the West might be shaking in their boots a little bit, and the Avs could put up some crooked numbers. But yeah, I mean, eight nothing though. That's true. Like, An eight like, goal differential is a lot. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be it'll be a, a big thing for you know, like I, I expect we'll see some four four nothings, five ones, those types of wins against the California teams, uh, and then obviously whatever they're about to do to Arizona. I see Evans Burner is in the chat again. Uh, he will be on shortly after he's finished interviewing live from Ball Arena. Yeah. So you have that to look for in a little bit. Before we get to all that, though, we do need to take our first period break with DraftKings Sportsbook. Our picks of the week. I meant to tell you guys this yesterday, and I'm sorry that I didn't based on tonight's hockey game. But all season long, my pick is take the over in Avalanche games. They're going to score the pants off of the NHL this year, so yeah, just hammer it. Who's the whatever whatever the uh, gambling sponsor is that Altitude and the Abs have a deal with? Put up the over under after they scored the seventh goal, and it yeah. was over under of six, <laughs> and it was seven nothing. And I was just <laughs> don't even need Salem. St. Louis should have tried bringing a goaltender with them tonight. Yep, that would have helped, but. Abs are going to be hammering the over all season long, I believe. You can get amazing boosts on NHL and all sorts of other bests over at DraftKings Sportsbook. So head on over there. Put down your money on on the abs. I think uh, pre-show we were talking. Oh, no, on TDSP. That's right. I said take McKinnon for a goal. Nailed that one as well. So easy money. Easy money all right of, now. All of the bets that uh, all of my suggestions and specifically my Miko from the knee one-timer one game early <laughs> yeah that i had before the game two days ago got it tonight just saw one game too far into the future AJ. yeah you gotta reel it back in a little bit it's like that nicholas cage movie next i haven't figured out how far i can see when it's gonna happen yet. yeah so we're still we're still you know we're still figuring it out <laughs> definitely still get there i had miko for first goal still happy that landy got it at least but then i had mckinnon to just score in general so i was so thankful he got that in the end kind of crazy actually um miko gets career goal number 100 landis god gets career goal number 200 <laughs> Two guys at very different parts of their careers, and I was kind of like, "Wow, Miko's catching him quick, very fast, <laughs> very fast." Like, I, then, I remember Miko Rantanen's first career goal against Michael Hutchinson, and he he beat him uh, up high on the short side, and it was like, "It begins, Miko," and now career goal number one hundred. Crazy. A, lot of, a lot of goals from that circle for him, for sure. And uh, Burra scored again tonight. Like, Burakoski, yeah. he's going to have a good season. 
I'm telling you. It's it's happening. 30 goal score, McKinnon and Burakovsky. Uh, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code DNVR when you sign up. You can still get 100 to 1 odds on any football game this weekend. So if you want to make yourself a cool hundo, jump on that for a limited time only with code DNVR at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. The sounds you were hearing on Allie's microphone is the DNVR bar who is celebrating the Avs win tonight. If you, like many people in Colorado, have trouble finding, watching these uh, Avalanche games, I heard AT&T blacked it out for no reason tonight. You know where it does have it? The DNVR bar does have it. So you can head Um, on down there. We did not do goal shots for every goal. I think we would have run out of uh, shots again like we did over the summer, but we did do victory shots, of course. Um, we do those every time the abs or the nuggets win. So it's it's we're following all COVID-19 protocols, and it is a fun time down here at the bar. So you guys should definitely check it out. Victory shots. We get a little bit of puppy cam in the background. We got everything going on tonight for the abs podcast. AJ. I'm going to bring up my one micro concern from this hockey game, and we'll talk about it for 30 seconds, and then we can go back to partying. What can the Avs do to sort out their third line? Because we saw the first line obviously dominant. The fourth line does what they do best in this game. And even later in the game, the second line kind of came alive and started to put together some offense. But that third line, we've talked about it before, it just seems like a bunch of misfits right now. Yeah, and I think think tonight... um... I don't know that I would mess with it too much right now. Um, the second line came on strong, and then obviously your first line, you just let it be. The second line, solid. And then the fourth line, if the fourth line's going to play like that, you just let it be. Yep. And maybe that becomes your de facto third line. Sure. I'm not, you know, I'm, eh. I'm kind of kind of iffy on that. Um, but I, I really think that I wouldn't worry about it too much yet, but I will, I will say that this is where you and I are excited to see what's next for sure. Because I think that, I think we'll see a more effective group when opportunities abound. (laughs) Yeah. When, when you get more dynamic guys in there, um, to me, I think the obvious the obvious switches are Calford, Nachushkin, and Bowers for Belmar yeah. at some point. Uh, Belmar was great tonight, and I, you know, I had singled him out quite a bit in the last couple of days as being awful in the first game. I thought he was a lot better. Uh, if you're going to get this version of Belmar, he's going to stay in the lineup. If and I mean, I don't expect any lineup changes next game. We'll leave it okay. that way. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going <laughs> to. Even even with the third line not clicking as well, they still were fine. Right? Yep. JT Comper had a breakaway. Don Squay uh, scored a goal. Yep. Nutushkin was invisible again. But you won a hockey game eight to nothing. You're not going to mess with it. <laughs> it's why it's why it's why you're like, this is a minor concern, a micro concern. <laughs> right. Exactly. It's it's nothing serious to take out. It's just. I had to dig and find at least one negative for the show. Um, 
on the pause. Even strength. You want to see you want to see him start to push a little more at even strength. Um, even even when they were, you know, they got the better of that play tonight, and obviously the goals started to pile up, and so even strength play changed in the third period. Yeah. Um, but even halfway through the game, it was one nothing halfway through the second period before things got weird. And I mean, you know. was was that a little bit a sigh of relief moment when the Avs got that second goal on Bennington? Because it had been yeah. five periods, four and a half periods with just two goals against him. Uh, and yeah. he had multiple, multiple good saves leading up to the floodgates opening tonight as well. So, well, definitely because you. You only have so many opportunities, and you don't expect nights like tonight. You know, you don't expect games to get out of hand like they did tonight. You know, sure, we talk about it at the end of the game, and we're like, "Well, ain't nothing." Jokes abound, you know. But it was it was one nothing halfway through the game. Yeah, could have gone very very differently depending on how things shake out. Yeah, you you blast through uh, Bennington, you know, the force field that Bennington was setting up down there. You know, that's that's a mental thing. It's a confidence thing. Bennington has been run from three of the five last five games that he's played in Denver. Um, yeah, we call that the in-sync. Bye-bye. Bye. It's the Devin Dubnik. Ah, also acceptable. So, <laughs> you know, you come to – if you if you're going to have that – if that team is going to be your biggest rival, one of your biggest rivals, and – you're going to become that goaltender's house of horrors. You're going to feel pretty good. Let's have... Oh, Allie. Um, I don't know if you're transitioning to this, but everyone in the comments wants us to pull up the Arizona Coyote Suite, which we had queued up, but there we've just gotten a lot of requests for it. So. Go for it. <laughs> Arizona only gave up seven. I mean, they did do it twice in a row, to be fair. But, you know, the Avs never quite got to eight on them. So this was <laughs> extra spice, a little extra spicy, this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, a great it's a great tweet. Uh, it's, you know, it's, it, it's great timing. Like, had this happened at the end of the year, it would have been like, oh, remember when? But that Arizona's fresh off that, you know, back-to-back -back Brazils to end their season. And then this happens right at the start of the year. Hockey Twitter is not good at a lot of things, but some of the team interactions can be excellent. Sometimes it's just, wow. Yeah, when it's not the Kings and Sharks. Yeah. Uh, right. it's, it's pretty much good stuff. <laughs> um, I've seen some comments in the chat about Byram, and I, I want to talk less about Byram and more about Connor Timmons and, and what path we're on with him, because I thought Timmons was excellent tonight. He had multiple very, very good plays in both the defensive and the offensive zones. Did not pick up a point or anything, but running him as essentially a sixth defenseman, hard to argue against it right now. thought he was, a, I mean, much better game overall. Yeah, agreed. Um, I, think, I think it was the kind of game that you, it gives you confidence to give him another game if, if EJ and Byram aren't ready to rock, you know, the big thing that Byram's going to have to get is comfortable with all the system stuff. For sure. So maybe you give him a week of practice. Maybe. Um, but I think if you were going to change the lineup right now, you're dropping out 
Ian Cole and you're putting in Eric Johnson. And then when yeah. Byram, when, when the coaching staff feels Byram is all totally up to speed on the systems. You have that conversation. I don't, I don't really care how well Timmons plays at that point. You're dropping Bowen Byram into your lineup. And that's, 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 that's what sucks where it, uh, Timmons' position um, is it, it sucks for him to be in that spot, but I think that's just the reality of it. Those spots you expect a decent rotation out of this year, so it's it's kind of kind of be a play it by ear situation. But we can take our second period break there and let you guys know about Hassle Cattle Company. The Avs treated St. Louis like a piece of meat tonight. If you want a piece of meat that is not gross and nasty like St. Louis, but actually excellent, Wagyu Beef from Hassle Cattle Company has you covered. Their Wagyu burgers are actually amazingly delicious. They won the Food Network's Northeast Burger Jam, and I had the chance to get a couple myself. I I ate them without condiments, which for me is is ridiculous. They're so tasty. I can't even handle it. They melt in your mouth. Cannot recommend Hassle Cattle Company enough. All of their meat is amazing. They offer Wagyu in tons of different types, including those burgers. You can also get steaks. You can get uh, sausages, jalapeno cheddar ones, I think, are the ones we got, which are awesome as well. Highly recommend you check those out. You can head on over to HassleCattleCompany.com. That's H-A-S-S-E-L-L Cattle Company. Dot com and use code DNVR10 to get 10% off your entire order. And if you order more than $200 of meat, you get free shipping as well. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, I'm getting word. Uh, we're going to go live to the smoking crater of Ball Arena as we have Evan Rowell reporting. <laughs> I wish it was a smoking crater. I'm freezing my- <laughs> here. I can't say what I want to say, but uh, yeah, that I'm was. Uh, I feel I like know. you should you can say what you want to say because what what the ABS did to the Blues tonight was downright pornographic. Yeah, I mean, after yeah. what I tweeted about it. <laughs> yeah, I I heard some things on the bench too. So <laughs> let's just say Barubi was not happy after that last penalty against O'Reilly. He was yelling at it. No one on that bench can wear a mask properly is what I found as well. So, um, yeah, that was a shellacking. We, uh, so we've, we've seen the blues get deleted, obviously not very happy about it. We saw your tweet about, uh, Grubauer being an elite point producer. Now what, uh, what else did the players in Bednar have to say after this ridiculousness? Um, Bednar said that that was one of the best games he's seen Gerard play. Uh, and that he's becoming a leader on this team. So, I mean, th- there wasn't much to say, I guess. Uh, I, they uh, basically, uh, Rantanen is, I think people, you know, he's got the, I think that kind of surprised some people with like Belmar and Calvert on the team, but um, they're bringing up that he's a quiet leader. I think he, obviously you guys know he was the captain of Finland and World Juniors. This is not new to him. So, um Bednar has really liked how he's played the last these two games, and uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what to say. Everyone was super pumped, and there, it was very much uh, business as usual in the post game from the players, which is kind of what you want to see. This is how they're going to have to be. It's just highs and lows. You can't get too high, can't get too low. Yeah, the the emotionally stable um, ads I think is a big thing because. 
we saw them a couple of years ago. You remember they used to ride the wave of games like crazy. Uh, when things would go poorly, they would go really poorly, and they would get out of their head, and they would lose games because they would have bad eight-minute stretches. And for them to for them to not get too high after an eight-nothing win against a division rival that just kind of embarrassed them two days ago, I think it just tells you this is it's a very business as usual attitude. Yeah, that that wasn't even close. That game was ridiculous. Like it really. It really wasn't. And it's not offensively what it is. It's just that the Avs gave the Blues absolutely nothing. Like, halfway through the third, it was, they had 13 shots. It's, you know, you, you're going to beat a lot of teams if you do that. I mean, the entire third period was basically garbage time. And the Blues had 11 shots through two periods, so the Avs 24. The Avs literally doubling them up. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Wish you there. I loved AJ's tweet about how McKinnon just gave up at one point on the four check. That was hilarious. He like, eh, whatever. I could get yeah. that, but I'm going to the bench. Yeah. This game's over. Yeah. And, he, and then I think he came back and scored like two minutes later. So. Yeah, 13 minutes to go in the third period. It was five to nothing, and he was just like, "Why? Why do I need to chase this <laughs> down? This is fine." Yeah. And then you know they were just like, "Okay, well, let's just." Let's just keep putting them on the power play. Yeah, and I mean, smoking these dudes. Is there is there something to say about value here? The Avs' time on ice leader in this game was Nazem Kadri for forwards, to be specific. It's Nazem Kadri with 16 minutes 20 seconds. How how big are games like this across the course of the season just to stay fresh in a sprint? Now, probably not very big in this one because they get three days off. Yeah. But they have, I think, I think one three day stretch every single month. Yeah. Um, And it just, it's a bummer that it's now. Yeah. 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 uh, In that Kadri line, I looked at the numbers, like I didn't like Kadri at all in the first period, but they kind of picked it up from there. But if you look at the numbers, they gave up like nothing defensively. I think they had only, we're only on the ice for like one shot against, shot attempt against for most of the game. So yeah. That's, I mean, that's probably how they want to draw it up with Saad, who I thought was much better tonight. Yeah, yeah I have been surprised that people have been hating on Brandon Saad. I didn't see anything that – it would have been cool had he scored on that uh, – the one break that he got. But otherwise, he was – I thought he was fine. I had one sloppy kind of drop pass turnover that Timmons bailed him out on, but – the, the chip in the first period where he was going into the zone with Kadri, they had speed, they had numbers, and he tried to chip it on the left board, and it got knocked down, and it turned into a a, a chance the other way because Falk knocked it out of the air and moved it. That was a frustration because you got to make – that's a small play that you have to make. That turn, that, that's a scoring chance the other way that should have been going for you, but it got better as the game went on, uh, and those, you know, you're talking about one of the two true new guys on the team this year. It's okay if that guy takes a few games to get adjusted to some things. Yeah, I I knew right away that he was going to be better because on his first shift he touched the puck more than he did pretty much all of last game. And I think people are probably seeing that, you know, he has he's not perfect with the puck, but the reality was he was around the puck a lot tonight, which yeah. kind of shows, you know, that he was a lot better. Well, and, and you look at his career, that's a guy that finishes plays. He doesn't create a lot of them. He's not there, – there's not a lot of playmaking ability there. He's not going to be a big assist guy. That's a guy who's going to go to the net, and he's going to 
he's going to bang pucks home and he's going to, that's, it's kind of what he does. Like it's, I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it in the slightest. He looked a lot better tonight and he'll get it. I mean, there's a lot of time. So, yeah. And you guys probably talked about it, but if last game was the fear of, oh, the Avs are too small, this was the game where you're like, well, you have Gerard, Taze, and McCarr on the defense. Other teams not getting the puck. Like, they're just not going to have the puck at all because the Avs are going to have clean breakouts all game. Yeah, the uh, seven points that those three guys combined for is kind of a warning shot to everybody else. Uh, the, Avs, uh, the Avs didn't even seem that small in this game either. We saw some big hits from Graves. I think, as I already mentioned, Timmins took contact and played physically quite well tonight too. So, apparently, Nachushkin, apparently, I didn't see the hit, but he hit somebody because they were trying to kill him all night, which is yeah. probably not a good idea. I, for like a I also missed it. Somebody asked me after the game, what did you think about the Nachushkin hit on Bortuzzo? And I'm like, I don't it's think a, I'm familiar with it. It's a nothing <laughs> hit, I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> yeah. So. That was uh, Nachushkin a little bit more of what they got last year than in the playoffs. So, yeah, you mentioned Timmons. I thought he was awesome. I thought he had a really good game. Just a lot of smart smart decisions with the puck, and he's really composed in the defensive end under pressure. So, yeah. Yeah. A lot of assists from the defense and the goaltending. Yep. Yep. I mean – no complaints. The thing we haven't even mentioned here, really, other than a, a joke from AJ, is Philip Grubauer gets a 21-save shutout. And, uh, you know, it was 13 saves when things mattered and then uh, eight saves in, in garbage time. But uh, even something small like that is a step we see from last season where the Avs just couldn't get across the finish line with shutouts a lot of the time. Even maybe more so is that they took a four nothing lead in the third period, uh, and instead of just gearing it down and being like, "Nah," they just the don't foot on it. the throat. Yeah, there was. I mean, this that's that's when you talk about killer instinct, right? You talk about out for blood, trying to send a message, and you know, kind of an angry team that's that's kind of letting it out. That was it, man. No, no mercy. And I, grades will be up in a little bit, but I wrote that that game from Groovy kind of reminded me of the Coyote series where he didn't have to do much of anything, but mentally he kept himself in the game, and that's kind of a big deal. So, well, how big was the save on uh, Braden Shen at the end of the first period? Yep, they dominate yeah. the first period. They get out of there nothing, nothing. Don't love it, but have they been down one nothing? You're feeling you're feeling not great. Totally different dynamic for sure. Yeah, and Groobies now, you know, I'd make the meme, but he's got to have the meme now. Pass me the effing puck. <laughs> yeah. The drop pass goes to him on the power play now. Yeah. yeah. He's the breakout man. He's the goalie! <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, yeah, I want to see him just rip the mask off at center ice. Yeah. Ah, yes. <laughs> Live look at Ryan O'Reilly trying to talk to Philip Grubauer. <laughs> I love that Ryan O'Reilly got smoked tonight. Um, yeah. Puck, the Colorado's first goal started yeah. with him losing the puck uh, and uh, in the offensive zone, and then defensively, where was he? Drifts out they, from in front of the net just to, to open up a hate to open up the wound here. But that goal looked exactly like the Kiviranta game winner in Game Seven. It really did. It really, really did. <laughs> it, man, it is so weird. 
eight goals in this building, and then like every time they score a goal, it's like, oh, it's silent. It's a goal. Anything. Yeah. And then they're like, ble- Hollow Notes was blasting the entire intermission in the dark. It was like, oh man, what 50 year old guys up there blasting this music? <laughs> All the guys down here were bumping, but yeah, it's okay. this is this is weird. This is a weird experience for me. It's a it's a weird it's a weird feeling, isn't it? Like it's yeah. I the white noise was a lot better, at least at least from TV perspective tonight. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think much about it. Yeah, it was obviously I don't know what it was like the other night, but it was not very loud um, outside of the music. But yeah, it's just all, they scored eight goals, and it was like, each one was just so weird because it's like a men's league game. Nothing, nobody's in the crowd to cheer anyone on. It's yeah, I don't know. It's gonna take some getting used to. Anybody, uh, anybody wave to the invisible crowd like we saw Mike Stone do with Vegas earlier? I don't think so, but Alan Roach told everyone to drive home safe, and I, I feel like he was just talking to me because <laughs> everyone else was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I will. <laughs> you, you know it's a rough ride when the NHL.com highlights are nine minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> well, the over in this game was six. And obviously the Avs did it all by himself. Yeah. Did not need help. Nope. <laughs> I like the, the uh, one, th- one thing I do like about games like this is, is when the rest of the like hockey social media sphere starts to figure out what's going on. It gets to five, nothing, six, nothing. And then <laughs> the, everybody else starts to tune in as the yeah. other games finish. And they're like, the hell's going on in Denver tonight? And yeah, just the rest of this beat down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you start to get all of the you start to get all of the the dunks uh, from from around the league as everybody's like, yeah. Well, there's no other game. fun with that. There's nothing else going on right now, isn't there? There's no other game, so everyone's yeah. like, oh. But I felt so bad for Billy Huso. He did not belong there. And when the game ended, he was just like, Mister, Mister, get me out of here. He booked it. He was gone. The team couldn't even come console him. He was like, I'm going home. It was, uh, it was, it was kind of like, uh, it was kind of like uh, when they blew out Buffalo last year and they brought in that Swedish kid halfway through and the first shot on goal that he faced, he got scored on. I think, I think Huso got one save in before Kadri scored on him. Yeah. It was the McKinnon shot right before. But, someone posted it on Twitter. I forget who, but it's like, all right, Huso, you're going in. Yeah, it's the power play against the three-headed monster. They're already up for nothing. Good luck, bud. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is what AJ talked about this summer. Like, that's their backup goalie. Like, you're gonna have to play that guy this year. Do you feel comfortable with him? Yeah. He didn't like on the Kadri goal. He was in the corner. He made the save on McKinnon's shot, and then he was just nowhere near the net. I mean, I, I hear you, but that's his first ever NHL outing. <laughs> I know, but they have to play him this year. They right. have no other like, choice. Like it's, I think it's him, and I think their third goaltender is Evan Fitzpatrick, who I don't believe has played any. I don't think so. Yeah, who I don't. I, I think he's been. Like Hunter Miskud, where he's been like the backup in a couple games, but he hasn't gotten into an actual game yet. Um, I think, dude, I, I, this, this was my concern with St. Louis as a team is that the high end skill isn't there. Defensively, they're worse, and if Jordan Bennington isn't carrying them, 
they may not be very good. I mean, we saw Tory Krug get absolutely run over by a stray moose early in the game. So, it T- Tory Krug is one thing, but Justin Falk is bad. <laughs> that guy is. He got walked so many times tonight, and he signed for what, like six more years? Brandon Brandon Saad just like dismissed him. Yeah. It was like a subtle head fake, and Justin Falk bought all the way in. Like, if you're trying to unload some some bad real estate, that's the guy. Because that's, he is he buy he he just buys anything that you sell him. He it's bad, dude. That, that guy, that's why they sucks. don't have Petrangelo. That guy because that contract. Well, since we're since we're dunking on the Blues, I assume that's what this is about. Uh, but we have a couple more tweets to share here. Uh, as production brings them up for us. Oh, oh, this isn't going to be good. More. 200 times. More. 500 times. Probably. 100 times? 200 times. More. 500 times. Probably. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'm told we have another one as well. Uh <laughs> That's it is what it kind of start to feel feel like in the in the third period of this game though, where it's like oh yep, the Avs scored more. <laughs> um, Before I bring up this tweet, this I'm is tweet say this is adult adult language. <laughs> okay. like, put the kids away. DMVR after dark. Free skate Friday. Ryan read the tweet or was like oh my god and showed it to me and I literally was like. Rudo, are you kidding me? I just want to preface before I bring it up. <laughs> All right. Like, my defense is that there's five of them, so oh, there are five power play goals. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> it was too good. It was too good not to post. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, is that is that Jordan Bennington or Billy Huso though? Which one had more power play goals? Evans on? just wow. Yeah, that's really after dark. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you might want to check out a certain website. This whole game might be uploaded to a certain website later today. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm not getting banned again. <laughs> uh, I mean, people are joking. I need to wear the tracksuit. I would love to wear it here. That thing keeps me warm. I'm freezing. Dude, who uh, who at DNVI, DNVR hired Max Power? He's just been pumping our, our tires all night. I appreciate <laughs> you, Max. <laughs> He's all over you guys. Max Power, huge fan of you guys. Ah, <laughs> uh, Yes. Kale. Welcome, Kale. <laughs> Kale's like, I hope I never have to produce this show again after seeing that. <laughs> <sighs> Honestly, I, I mean, this is this is like all of us virtually, socially distancing, high fiving each other because totally. This was, I mean, these are fun games, but analytically, there isn't a lot to talk about. Everybody played pretty well. Uh, the Blues tried playing an NHL goal game without a goaltender, and it just doesn't go very well. Like, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, the, these are fun days. We're not going to make, just like we didn't make too much of the loss after game one. We're not going to make it, we're not going to make too much of this doesn't, this doesn't mean the ads are going to win five to one every night. 
the rest of the year. It's not, you know. This is like game one went out the left side window. Game right goes out the right side window. And they like, you're feeling good now. But in the grand scheme, do they either of them mean much? No. Yeah. And it's kind of it's kind of two extremes because that might be the, the game two days ago might be the sloppiest we see them play all year. Yep. It was that bad. And then tonight, obviously, like when you have five power play goals and you tie a franchise record, like you're not gonna. I mean, what are you gonna? It's gonna it's gonna screw up the numbers all year, and it's always gonna be like, well, what's their power play without that one game? <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> it happened. The game happened. That's why you count it. <laughs> I seen it. <laughs> yeah, true. Evan was there in person. So mm-hmm. it, it has to have counted. Uh, yeah, I look. This oh. is... <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we put a disclaimer up before that. So that's on you. All right. <laughs> it, Why is your eight year old up right now? Everyone. Look, all right. There are five guys behind the couch and the Avs scored five power play goals. You don't need to explain it. And so they're going <laughs> to kick that they're going to kick her off the couch so they can watch their show, okay? Easy explanation. Wow. You're going to be a great dad someday. <laughs> <laughs> well, that means a lot coming from the dad on the podcast. So we're <laughs> we're good to go. <laughs> uh, that okay. I probably should put that uh, that comment up there from Travis, but <laughs> I'm just uh, staying away from this conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm going to get kicked there's, out here in a couple seconds anyway. There's yeah. so many things I want to say that I'm just avoiding. <laughs> Happy birthday to everyone. Thanks for giving me <laughs> birthday shout outs. The comments have not stopped with happy birthdays. So great vibes all around in the chat. Probably <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> when is your birthday? I'm going to feel really bad if it's today. It is today. No, it's in June. So don't worry. You've got time. Cool. That's I also a lot of people. That's the same day as Michael Hedden's birthday. There you go. <laughs> it's the same day as John Elway's birthday, as we've all seen it all. Legends, all of them. <laughs> oh, what a small world. Uh, final thoughts, then. I mean, how how much can the Avs take? Are they have momentum after three days off from this game? Are are they feeling good? They rolling now? You just hope yeah, they don't go into California and play with lesser teams and let up because if they can do this to the Blues, then yeah, yeah. It's a fun cast. It's not a, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. not the most professional show you'll ever see. They uh, beat down eight nothing on the blues. So you're going to get stuff like this sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. On that note, we can, we can go ahead and acknowledge Chevalier Mortgage. I feel like I might need to 
mortgage my future or delete that tweet or something. Uh, Chevalier Mortgage, local here, both Mike and Virginia, CSU alums, and they have the hookup for you. You've probably heard about how great mortgage rates are right now, but Mike and Virginia are not just your typical mortgage company. Sure, they have phenomenal rates, but what really makes them different is that Mike is a certified financial planner and looks at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. So head on over to dnvrmortgage.com where you can get a free consultation and also enter to win some free DNVR merch. They'd be a great day to get the three-headed monster shirt. That's all I'm saying. Kind of fits with the theme of the Avs game. Again, that's dnvrmortgage.com. Or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. Okay, I guess we have to end the show before we just have another breakdown about something that we probably shouldn't on this podcast. So I hope everyone enjoyed the Avs game. I hope everyone enjoyed this banging party podcast. Oh, it, poor I really had to go with poor that yep, yep, No, we're moving on. Like and subscribe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Have fun. We'll be doing this every single Avs game of the year, five days a week during weekdays as well. So you can always catch us here. We have a bunch more content coming up written. I think Evan has grades. I don't know if I assume AJ is doing a piece. I'll have my breakdown video with all eight goals in a bit later tonight. So I think I'm just going to add these comments to my grades too. (laughs) (laughs) Excellent chat. You're, you're the graders now. Give us your <laughs> give us your grades. We are out of here for tonight before Evan gets kicked out. Thank you, everyone, once again. And we will talk to you all, I guess, on Monday. <laughs>